for today's session of Bare Skin with Celeste. I'm Celeste Hilling, your host, and I'm so excited that you're joining us. But most importantly, I just want to share that I get so much energy from the women that we interview, from the, the she-male warriors that are out there that um, keep us motivated. And I always want to make sure that every week we're bringing you not only messages that resound with you, but you guys have been so powerful in giving us feedback and I know many of you have been talking about as we renew all everything going outdoors and our businesses and our lives, uh, we're really talking about a moment of empowerment. And I think our next guest really can shed some light on some great tools we can use for empowerment, but also empowerment is just sort of a way of life for her. So I'm excited to introduce Tonya DeCosmo. She's an entrepreneur, an author, a publisher, a columnist, a host. Oh, I'm tired already. <laughs> Let's go on with all the things she's accomplished. Uh, but I think one of the most important things is that in addition to her career in marketing, publishing, and advertising, uh, she's built and managed several companies um, in her very young lifetime. Um, but also, she's, she eventually started her own business, one of them being POWER, which is, stands for Professional Organization of Women of Excellence Recognized. And what I love about that is that she not only puts content out for in a digital and print magazine for women professionals in all different industries and professions on a national level. But I think it's also about the networking and the connection of women to really just create this tribe of people that support us to be empowered and to be successful. And, you know, she's been able to really bring together and weave this mosaic of celebrities, icons, everyday hard women, working women like all of us, um, and really using this organization of power to help assist women to gain the exposure that they deserve. And, you know, I'm sort of jealous because she's interviewed some of the most interesting people I would have loved. I mean, I've gotten a chance to talk to Trish McAvoy in the past, but she's done musicians from Pointer Sisters to Gloria Gaynor to Susan Lucci. Oh my gosh, I always wanted her to win every award that she was up for. Um, you know, amazing people like Jada De Laurentiis, I would love to interview her, she has her own show now, Bobby Brown, but the list goes on and on. And she's been a contributing writer for Thrive Global Medium. So, you know, without further ado, I think there's no one better to talk to us about the power of women coming together and empowerment than Tonya. So welcome, Tonya, to Bare Skin. Thank you. What a great introduction. I appreciate that. Well, I shortened it. There's so much to say, but I, but I love the fact that we kind of teed it up, but I just want our, you know, our listeners to really learn so much more about you as we speak today. So welcome. You know, one of the things I'd love is I always ask everyone, you know, with all the diversity in your career, did you think you were going to end up doing what you're doing now? And if not, sort of what led you to power? Well, no, I never in a million years, I thought I'd have a magazine and a women's organization. I went to college for teaching, actually special education. So I have a bachelor's in teaching and English. And what happened was when I, there were no teaching jobs. It was like the worst time. It was 1991. And I just could not find a teaching job except in a Catholic school making $18,000 a year. And uh, a friend of mine said, look, 
you have to come work at this publishing company. I'm doing sales. I'm making a lot of money. Just come and try it out. So I figured, you know, what do I have to lose? I'll do that and I'll still look for a teaching job part time. And what happened was I loved what I was doing. I loved sales. Um, I became one of the top salespeople in six months. There was about almost 100 employees. And within six months after that, I got promoted to management. And then I said, you know what? Forget teaching. I love this. So I just wound up in the publishing, marketing, and advertising fields. And uh, it's been 30 years. Then, you know, I started building companies for other people. And then I just decided, you know, why not do it for myself? And that's how, you know, it all started. But I, I never imagined it. You know, you, you mentioned that, you know, you kind of got to that place where you're like, why not do it for myself? But I think, you know, all, there's probably so many women listening right now who have a yearning or a desire to sort of think about, hey, I'd love to start my own thing. But so going from that idea of I want to start from something for myself and then really doing it <laughs> is often a little journey. So what was that? I mean, how, how was that jumping off point to starting your own thing? And what was it like to sort of what did it take to sort of start that business? And you know, what advice do you have people for people who want to do that? Well, what really gave me the push is, like I said, I, I was building companies for others, and it just so happened they were men. And I love men, so this isn't about male bashing, just so we get that straight. But, um, you know, I was told by my boss that I was making too much money for a female. And oh my gosh. <laughs> so that was very upsetting. Um, and, and the funny thing is, though, I was making that was on commission and an override off of you know my salespeople. Um, so I'm like, wait a minute, I'm building a business for you. I'm making my money. I'm not even making a salary. This is commission, and I'm making much money. You know, meanwhile, he was making millions. And I was just like, this is bizarre. And I was very insulted, very hurt, uh, very, you know, taken back that basically I was making too much money as a female. And I said, you know, there are probably other women out there that are hearing the same thing. And I just wanted women to feel, you know what, you can do it. You can do anything you put your mind to. You don't need a man. You don't need anybody. You need just yourself and to be passionate about what you're doing. And you know, if you set your mind to it, you can be successful. And I really wanted to help women get out there, get the recognition that they deserve and just kind of, you know, just be there for them, help them network with like-minded professionals, um, you know, help them with social media and branding. So we do a whole host of things at Power. But I, I just think it's so important for women to know that they could put any, they could do anything that they put their mind to. Well, I think you, you know, you brought up a really good point when you talk about helping women get the exposure that they deserve. You know, when you think about that, getting that, I mean, what do you, what do you advise to people that you're working with? And as you get everyone together to connect, you know, what are the first steps someone should take towards really getting themselves, getting the exposure and knowing what do I really want to say? You know, what is that exposure like? So how does, how does someone start that? What tips do you share for how to, to start that journey? You know, what's funny is when I started 30 years ago, I mean, there was no social media. So 
it was a little easier to be honest. You know, now everything is social media. How many likes do you have? How many followers do you have? If you don't have enough likes and enough followers, do people really want to associate with you? So it's kind of like social media and the internet. It's kind of a, a bittersweet thing, you know? Um, but obviously today more more now than ever. You have to be out there. You have to be on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you possibly can. Get as much exposure as you possibly can. Network with everyone you possibly can. Go to every meeting you can, webinars. Um, obviously with COVID, you know, meeting people in person was a little difficult for the past year and a half. But now that things are starting to open up, Go to parties, go to networking events, um, you know, just like you and I connected through Victoria. It's all about connections and just mm -hmm. networking. I agree. And I think one of the things that's interesting is I'd love for you to share a little bit about because you said, you know, it's important to get exposure. Tell me a little mm -hmm. bit about power. You know, you have a quarterly digital and print magazine. You've got the radio and podcast, talk TV a mentoring program. How has that adapted over time and, and, you know, how can women leverage these different mediums? So Power started out as an organization. So it's an online community. And basically we were helping women, you know, connect with like-minded professionals. We have a, a membership that women join and uh, our members get a user ID and password. So it allows them access to our database and they can network with the other members. We have a concierge service. So if they're too busy to network, we can do it for them. So let's say, for instance, you just want to network with people in you know, your same state, maybe New York. We will send out like a targeted email blast to all of our members in New York with your profile and expertise in hopes of them wanting to connect with you. So it started out as an organization. Then I decided, you know what? Why not do a magazine? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so just a little bit more stress. So yeah. we started with a print magazine. And then of course, if you have print, you have to do digital. So then we went digital. And it just, you know, we crawled, we walked, then we ran. You know, then we started with the podcasts and press release distributions, uh, putting people up in Times Square. So we just have a whole host of different you know, products and services. You never know what is going to be financially you know, beneficial. You have to just try all these different things to see you know, what works, because if you don't try it, you're never gonna know. And we are, first of all, you, know, you don't have to pay for a membership. So a basic membership, which is your name, title, and industry is complimentary. So we do give that to people. Uh, but obviously we have expanded products and services where you do have to pay for the membership. You know, I was gonna share with you just to make your point, um, you know, the last company that I sold before starting Skin Authority um, yeah. was a company that got sold, believe it or not, because there was a gentleman reading mm -hmm. a very small regional paper um, that had written a little article about us. And he read that article and literally called me out of nowhere and said, hey, I read this article and, you know, I, and then I, that's when I knew it was a crank call, which it wasn't, <laughs> but he said, hey, I have tons of money. And anyone who says that does it, that's how I thought. Um, and he said, you know, but, but I've been searching for a company like yours, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, oh my gosh, what a crank call. Never called the guy back. Um, 
and of course he was legit and later we connected and talked but you know it's it was a it was a little 400 word article you know what i mean so so you just to your point you don't know where connections lead you and like you said try everything get out there and talk about everything because sometimes it opens a door you least expect right but well, i know um, something to add to that i answer all calls you know when you get a, it says potential spam mm -hmm. i don't care i answer that because everything says potential spam now you know your friend yeah. calls you it's potential spam. so i answer all calls i want to hear what people have to say because you just don't know if that's the right connection for you it's so true and i think we're so um you know with text and all the things that we do now you know it's easy to sort of just say no and I think it, you know, it, it was an easier time when you were forced to have to listen to something before you said no, because you often got a lot more information. But I think that's the power of what you're doing with power is, you know, the fact that you can connect with people, you kind of get to know them, you give people an opportunity to decide if they want to connect as we go on. But one thing that was tr intriguing to me was that, you know, you were, you were mentioning about your own journey where someone said you make too much money as a woman. You know, if there's somebody listening to this episode right now and they are in a male dominated industry, which I hate to still break the news to everyone, <laughs> but 80% of all industries are male dominated still. Um, what is it that they can be doing? What tips do you have to really help someone, you know, gain confidence or get recognized for their accomplishments? You know, I think confidence comes from within. I mean, you can't allow somebody to knock you down. You know when you're good at something. Yes, it's great to have somebody's approval and, and you know, that, that's all wonderful. But you know when you're good at something. Be confident all the time. Speak your mind. Always be honest. Have integrity. And if you know you're good at something, just, you know, bring it to your boss or, you know, whoever it is. Just, just say to them, look, I, I, I'm excellent in this area. And you know, I want to be recognized for it. Um, just, just, you have to be true to yourself and just always be confident no matter what. I know it's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult for me as well, but I mean, you have to, you, you just, you want to feel good about yourself. You feel good about yourself. You look good. People are going to see you the same way. Yeah, I completely agree. Kind of it, confidence is a mirror, isn't it? When you project it, you know, you kind of get people who look back in that same way. Um, you know, and it's you, so difficult for women. You know, I just want to say, even doing a podcast, you know, you're like, oh, a, a Zoom, how do I look? Is, is my hair out of place? Is my makeup okay? Do I have to have a full face of makeup? It's, it, it really is, it's, it's difficult today more now than ever because everything is over Zoom, man. You have to worry about what you look yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you're looking at yourself, you know, you're sort of staring at an image of yourself next to that person. So, you, you know, we tend to be very hypercritical naturally, but then when we are staring at an image and we can pick it apart, you know, we're really good at that. So especially being in our industry as skin authority, you know, with being in the image, the business of self-image, you know, I really it's so easy to sort of pick away and you, you know that everyone, and I can tell you this because you've worked with celebrities, I've worked with celebrities, there's no one that is perfect. <laughs> there's no one that has the perfect skin or the perfect body or the perfect marriage or the perfect partnership. So, you know, we all kind of uh, Photoshop our lives 
uh, to be something mm -hmm. that we want to pass on to others. So I just think we all need to know we're all frail and we all have issues. So we, we all that, have that in common. Um, one of the things that I love about one of your programs is mentor, because, you know, you said it isn't always easy. And I think it is so much about having people that you that can help you and can build you. So tell me a little bit about how your mentor program works and maybe a little bit about the benefits of having a mentor or being a mentor. Yeah, well, I have several mentors, but one in particular, you know her, Victoria mm -hmm. Wick. I met Victoria and my life changed. She, uh, I think she's about 10 years older than me, um, but she is so intelligent, uh, so knowledgeable in so many different areas. And, you know, she really took time out to help me. So to have a mentor who might be more, more knowledgeable in an area that you are, you know, sometimes people might be like, oh, you know, I don't want her to think I don't know something about this particular area or, you know, you're embarrassed. It's okay. Because like you just said, we're not perfect. You know, not everybody knows everything. And just having a mentor, somebody who might be more knowledgeable in a field that you want to go into, they're there to help you. They're there to guide you. And it's so awesome that there's people that want to take the time to do that and not get paid for it either. So, you know, yeah, on our power site, uh, we do have a section where you can become, you know, a mentor or a mentee. And we have a lot of women that just really want to take their time out and do that for somebody else. And, you know, I really believe what goes around comes around. You do for somebody else, it's going to come back tenfold eventually. You know, it's funny because I was going to add when you said they don't get paid, I hmm. think that you do in that, like you said, in, in a non-monetary way, but I, I feel like any time that we give to each other, it's just, there is so much that you get back. And I have to say this, I've mentored people where I've learned so much from that process and from them. And sometimes I think when you mentor others and there's little things that you take for granted or that you sort of uh, forget as you become more successful. And it's so nice it almost is sort of like a note to a younger self <laughs> as you go through the process, because it sort of re-inspires you to get back to those values and those, those moments that excited you on your journey. You know, uh, when you see someone else going through those phases themselves, you know, sort of mm -hmm. like parenting, you know, you sort of see this mini version of you growing up and you're so proud. And I feel like there's so many women who've mentored me and, and men, by the way, I've had amazing ma ma male mentors. <laughs> I just want to acknowledge that. Um, and, and sometimes the, the best ones were, but I think, you know, just that idea of, of standing and supporting each other. Uh, one thing I'd love to know is that what is a day in the life of Tonya like? I mean, what is it like? You're in New York, right? Yes. <laughs> I know. No, I ask only because, you know, we're changed. <laughs> well, I'd love to tap because I can't, I know there's a lot of people listening to us today. Um, you know, I'm based in San Diego. And as you know, we're still mass mandated and everything down here. We're still not allowed to have 100% openness yet. Um, supposedly June 15th, that's going to change. But um, uh, but but how's, how's the city these days? And how are things coming back? And sort of what is your life like now? And are you a day in your life? And, and is it sort of coming back to norm? 
Yeah, we are getting back to normal. Um, to be honest, I have not been in Manhattan. It's got to be a year and a half. Wow. Uh, so I'm on Long Island. I'm about a half an hour, 40 minutes from Manhattan. But um, I haven't gotten in there. You know, I used to go in there all the time. I love Broadway. I love the restaurants there. Just, you know, Central Park, Times Square. And um, I just haven't made it in, you know, because of the pandemic. But things are starting to open up. Um, I've been coming to work every single day throughout the pandemic. I'm one of those people, if I don't have to stay home, I'm not going to. I came in the office. Um, my employees worked from home, but I came in every day. I had to. I was like, you know, you start to go star crazy when you're I home know. all the time. Other people love it. I mean, look at all these people now that are working from home. I would rather come into the office, um, you know, now that we started to open back up and all my employees are here. I just like the camaraderie. Yeah. You know, the energy, the buzz mm -hmm. <laughs> of everybody being together. But um, I start my day off with a motivational meeting every morning, nine o'clock uh, with, you know, all my employees. I think that's very important. Um, I want to start the day off being positive, no matter what went on the day or, you know, the evening before. Um, and then after that, you just never know what's going to happen. <laughs> every day yeah. is different, but. I do try to, you know, I'm working on the magazine every day, uh, blogs, podcasts. So it's a little bit of everything. And I do like that because I never get bored. So always, there's always something different, you know, juggling a, a million different things. And I, and I like that. Yeah, I feel that way too. I, I can't, I need that energy. And I know it's different for every person, but I definitely feed off of other people's energy. Mm -hmm. So I love having that as well. Um, you know, when we talk about, you know, everything that you're doing with power now, where do you see, you know, because particularly in the arena and media, things have changed so much. If mm. you were to tell people, because you've got, you know, advertising, networking, mentorship, if, you know, as I'm coming out, I'm looking at where to start to distinguish myself as a woman in a professional career. Is there one thing that you always say everybody should do first? Um, on that step of, of really, how do I stand out in a sea of people, even in making networking, you know, how do I really get someone to want to connect with me? Mm. I think, again, it does go, go back to being confident. Um, I also think you have to take some risks to be noticed. Um, talking to everybody, being knowledgeable in your fields, uh, also speaking your mind being honest, um, you know, I always say you need to have integrity. And I think people notice that, you know, you just have to, you can't give up. I know there's so many times when people, you get knocked down or somebody wants to, you know, put you down and you just have to just try to remain confident at all times, as difficult as it is, you really just have to remain confident and believe in yourself, be true you. You know, I also share that literally, I remember a mentor told me once that when you're facing things that are the most difficult, right when you want to quit is usually when you're on the one yard line <laughs> and you just don't know it because you can't see the other side. And I think, you know, that's where perseverance comes in because I think that, that I always took that to heart because I do find that it gets harder before it gets easier. And 
So I do think that, you know, sticking with it and seeing it through as challenging as it is, is often the success factor of, you know, getting through to the other side. I guess it's just kind of showing up, right? <laughs> and and putting... you know what? If everything was perfect, Celeste, how boring would life be? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the I... truth. Well, and I think when people ask me for tips, I tell them, you know, just whatever you think it's going to take, double that. Whatever you think it's yeah. going to cost, double it. However long mm. you think it's going to be, double it. And if you're okay with all of that, you're designed to be an entrepreneur because <laughs> it's going to take twice as long, cost you twice as much. You're going to run into twice as many issues than you perceive, uh, but you're going to be twice as happy on the other side and empowered when you get there. So it's, it's and really- you have to be passionate, right? You have to be passionate about what you're doing. You have to really want to do it. I mean, how many people say, oh, I want to be a business owner. I want to start my own business. Do you really want to do that? You know, I mean, you have to understand there's pros and cons with everything. Uh, you know, working for somebody can be great. Owning your own business can be great if you're passionate and if you really, really want to do it. And sometimes you're not going to see a dollar for five years, you know, so you have to obviously be realistic and know that depending on the business that you go into. Well, was there ever a moment in, what, in your journey where you sort of thought, did I do the right thing? should I have done this? And, you know, what kind of kept you persevering? Yeah, well, absolutely. You have those days where you're like, oh, well, working for somebody else wasn't so bad. I can go <laughs> home. You know, I could just go out, have fun, not worry about anything. When you have your own business, you know, you're, not, you're not stopping. You're working sometimes 24-7. And um, it can get a little overwhelming and, and, and crazy, to be honest at times. But at the end of the day, I love what I do. I love what I do. I learn so much from all these amazing women that I connect with every single day. And I wouldn't trade it. So is there one person that you've interviewed or connected with that just surprised you or Maybe you, you thought you knew, but you didn't at all. Was there that one thing that sticks in your mind of someone who just kind of blew you away? You know, oh boy, uh, that's a toughie because I've interviewed so many amazing women. Um, my first magazine cover was Bonnie Pointer from the Pointer Sisters. And when I met Bonnie in person, so down to earth. I mean, just her and her sister Anita, just amazing. We went out to lunch in California. Oh my, I forgot the name of the place. Uh, was it the Ivy? I think it was the Ivy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we ran into Paula Abdul. And, you know, here I'm hanging with all these like celebrities and singers. And I'm like, Tonya, are you sure this is you? <laughs> but just so down to earth and humble. And I think that's so important um, just to remain humble and, and, and be down to earth. Unfortunately, Bonnie's no longer with us. She passed, I think it was uh, a little over a year ago, but she was amazing. Um, Susan Lucci, who I absolutely adore. I was her waitress when I was 16, working at Swenson's in Manhasset. And then to be able to interview her and have her on the cover of my magazine, I, it was just amazing. I'm like, this is crazy, you know? And of course I'm like, do you remember me, Susan? I was your waitress when I was 16. She's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> of course she <laughs> but I But I'd love to know, like, 
you know, is she anything like the character she plays or is she different in that way? No, she's, she's different. She's definitely, she's another one. She's down to earth. Um, you know, some of these people are just so amazing. You think they'd be like snobby and stuck mm -hmm. up and they're really not. Well, some of them are, uh, yeah. I'm not going to tell you who, but yeah. yes, I have come across some stuck up people and, um, it's actually, I, I just happened to me a few weeks ago and I was just so turned off and blown away. Um, somebody who used to be very famous, but uh, I'm not even going to go into it, but I, I was just really taken back by um, what was said. So, yeah. But you know, I think there's, do. yeah, but I think that's, you know, there, you call, there's certain people you call the greats and they're called the greats for a reason, because I think there are people that are the people that are truly the most accomplished and the most amazing usually are the most humble because it's sort of just who they are it's in their dna right and um yes and and i think there's the imposters you know that are the people that that fake it till they make it and it kind of comes through mm -hmm. but i love i love the authenticity and i think that's the one thing that anyone listening you know the for you and I, Tonya, the people that ask, you know, what can I do? I really feel like really finding your superpower. What's that about you that is the compelling value that it, or characteristic of who you are and being true to that, you know, in everything that you do? Because I think that authenticity, whether you're someone famous, whether you're someone famous in your own mind, <laughs> or you're someone who's just an, you're famous in your family to your kids to your sister to your brother to the, your co-workers you know because you're part of their lives I think just owning those things that make you uniquely you and never apologizing for that and being true to it is probably the and you thing know that I really that's what I might that's what I think draws me to certain people absolutely and you know what look at Joy Mangano you know Joy Mangano Miracle mm -hmm. Mob yeah, she is amazing. I mean, look at how many doors were slammed in her face. That woman never gave up. I mean, she she really is amazing. And putting her in my magazine, interviewing her, she's really a powerhouse. You know, I was going to share that. I, I won't name her because um, we were talking offline, but there's someone really well known who was saying to me, you know, it's funny how once you become successful, everyone thinks that you were just an overnight sensation and it just sort of happened. And, you know, she said, you know, at my age, because she was, she was in her fifties and she said, you know, the, I spent 25 of the lat of those years being rejected. And she said, you know, and having people tell me you're not smart enough, you're not talented enough, you're not bright enough, you're not aggressive enough. And now she's running a global brand worldwide and, you know, on television, always people seeking her out for guidance on how to start a business, blah, blah, blah. And she said, but I was told by my first manager that I wasn't promotable. And she said, you know, and if I believed that, if I'd stopped there, you know, mm -hmm. what would have ever become of me, you know? And so I think we have to know that it doesn't really matter, you know, who you are, where you've been, we've all been rejected. We all get told no, we all get told no more than we ever get told yes. And also the biggest thing I've learned is that when you're talking to someone competitively, if you have a great new idea, it's going to be scary to people who are already in that segment because there's a threat to anything that's new and innovative. So rest assured that there are going to pe people who tell you that cannot be done because they don't want it to be done. <laughs> and I think right. that's, 
you know, just that's what I found is that, you know, to have that ability to just listen to your inner voice and just keep power and don't let someone else shape, you know, your thoughts of who you are or where your limitations should be, you know. And unfortunately, you have to beware of jealousy, like you said, envy. You know, it's unfortunate, but um, there are a lot of people that don't want to see you succeed. But it doesn't really matter what they want. It's what you want. That's absolutely right. And that's why something like power is so important because surrounding yourself with other people who have that same core value of lifting each other up to be as successful as we can and knowing that just being with someone better than you doesn't make you weaker. It actually builds you up, you know, and you, you are who you surround yourself with. So my mom always called it the lowest common denominator factor. You know, you're going to, you're going to sink to the lowest common denominator. So keep those people really high so that you don't have far to fall. And I think that's so true. So one thing I'd love to ask you, because we always do something here called the burning round, the burning question round, because we always love to just ask people, you know, little things. So I'm going to ask you, but just kind of just respond with the first thing that comes to mind, right? So morning or evening routine, what's your favorite? Morning. Morning. Yeah. So you're a morning gal. (laughs) What's one of your daily non-negotiables? Is there something that you just go... I don't negotiate on that. I have my morning meetings. I have to give my motivational morning meetings. I'm going to ask a question. I know this is the lightning round, but when you do that, how do you keep that fun for everyone? Like what's the trick to, because you know, so many, even I, you know, we, we say we're going to do this and then you do it for a while and then it tapers off. What keeps it, what, what's the key to having great morning huddles? Um, my employees input. So it's not just what I'm saying. Everybody could speak and everybody gives, you know, comes up with new ideas, do's and don'ts. I mean, we're a team here. I learn from my employees every day and uh, it's not always, you know, what I say. They have an input as well. That's a great point. And then I always heard brevity is key. Are your meetings pretty brief in the morning? Yes. Less is more. Yeah. Less, more. We're in sales here, you know? Uh, Yeah. Productivity, right? (laughs) I love it. All right. So do you prefer hardback or listening to audiobooks? Uh, I'm traditional. I I like holding a book in my hand. Yeah. I have to tell you, my daughter makes so much fun of me, but so I have, I get the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and, you know, every day I paper through it and it drives her crazy right mom you have that online but I love the tactile feel of like turning through it having my little cup of coffee and kind of reading and I still love to write all my notes physically like I live on my phone and my iPad but you know there's something about writing my thoughts down that just helped me crystallize so I'm with you man I'm with you the tactile if you if you saw my desk right now, which I'm not going to let you see it, but <laughs> stickies everywhere, everywhere. It's crazy. I, I think it's a That's sign. Fun. I think it's a sign of a bright mind. So just let it go. Uh, and then our age, <laughs> yeah, whichever, but this one, I'm going to stick with bright mind. Um, so how do you, so how do you unwind at the end of a day? Cause obviously you've got so many different fingers in the pie. So what do you do to relax? Oh. 
I do like my glass of wine. I do have my glass of wine in the evening. Um, and I, I like a nice, a nice meal. I like to cook. I mean, I try to cook as often as I possibly can. I, I like going out to dinner as well, but I do like a home cooked meal and having a glass of wine and cooking relaxes me. I have to say, I've selfishly <laughs> been great with, you know, with COVID not being able to travel. I actually yeah. loved the idea that I could, every meal was a home meal, you know, during the week. Wasn't that amazing to have that? And it's less fat and good. No, it's amazing. And it tastes amazing. And you realize it doesn't really take that long to cook. It can be just as fast as running out and picking something up. Right. So my last question is dog or cat? Dog. I have oh. cutest. She's going to be two next week. And I love her. Who is she? What is she? Her name is Maya and she's a peekapoo Yorkie. Oh Pekinese my God. So, so you have a little cuddler on your hands then. Oh, she's my baby. Yeah. Oh, you need to have her on your lap right now. She should be at the office. I know. Sometimes I bring it to the office. I do. But uh, today was not one of those days. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm dog too, but my uh, my 100 pound chocolate lab can't quite fit on my, he wants to fit on my lap, but it just isn't the best. <laughs> He's like a bull in a shot. So last question. And then I can't believe how fast the time goes. Um, I know. I enjoy you. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's so fun. So tell me, how, let, so tell everybody how people can get engaged with power, where they go. Sure. And also we're going to make just everybody listening. We are going to have all of Tonya's information and everything, of course, at Bear Skin with Celeste. So you can check out everything, uh, the links and everything that she'll share with you today. But how do they get in touch and, you know, what's coming up on the power scene that might be intriguing for some of our, our listeners to participate in? Great. So my website is powerwo.com, www.power and then W-O-E, like women of excellence.com. Uh, Facebook is at powerwo, Instagram, power underscore wo. Uh, but if you go to the website, we have all our social media links up top. You can contact me, Tonya at powerwo.com, T-O-N-I-A. Um, as far as what's going on, we have our awards gala coming up October 14th. Oh, exciting. That's on Mass Mansion at Oyster Bay. That's in Woodbury, New York. Um, we could not have the gala last year, obviously, because of COVID, but we did have one two years ago. It was amazing. We had close to 300 people, and we honor about I think this year it's going to be 13 women. So uh, some celebrities, and again, I always say more importantly, everyday hardworking women will be noticed. Um, we also were doing a charity that evening for the um, Triple Negative Breast Cancer Foundation. So we'll have a silent auction and some raffles. So it's going to be an excellent, excellent evening, red carpet, black tie. So I hope you'll come to New York, Celeste. I love it. Well, first of all, that's so exciting. And the other thing is I love that charity. So please let me know how I can, if there's a link or anywhere I can donate, I'd love to do so through your organization. Um, and last but not least, please, everybody, you know, as we said today, don't hesitate to get involved, empower yourself, take advantage of great resources like Tonya. And I have to share that I met Tonya. We have the same mentor and uh, she actually introduced us. So I know the power of networking because it brought us together. So 
uh, just take the moment to invest in yourself in those conversations and you'll never regret it. So until next time at Bear Skin with Celeste, remember to be kind and be good to each other. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Celeste.